It's time for the Not Bad Dad Podcast with Fuzz. You sit down and you enjoy this. And Jeff. Yes, I could in the woods of Wisconsin. Let's start the show. Be close or should I get back? If I get, I gotta be close to you. Tell me. <laughs> what movie was that? Better when I put my face here. <laughs> what movie was that from? <laughs> is where the lightning comes out didn't stifler have a shirt with that on it no or, no or? no no. the one where uh uh he w- was having his in-laws bring their head closer and then farther away from the skype window and it mm-hmm. uh he's like get close and then come back and it looked like she was performing on uh, oh yeah well w- it was Probably an ashton kutcher movie was it no it was like old school or, oh that sounds about right it was Could one be. of those one of those films from that genre you said something earlier uh, while we were getting set up, and always, uh, and yes, and it interested me greatly. And that is, you have a mouse pad, a trackpad, a track. Oh, okay. You said a mouse pad, and I thought maybe you still had one of those like neoprene, like promotional mouse pads. No, but my son wants one for his computer. Can't you get him? So this is what I this is what I use. Uh, you can see here. I've got mm-hmm. a, uh, it's a magic trackpad mm-hmm. and, uh, he wants it for, um, he's got one of those fancy computer, um, light up mice, which oh. are really cool. All the gamer kids love and he likes it for Minecraft. Yeah. But his desktop is a, is a white Ikea desk. And so it's very glossy and it, the, the, uh, laser, oh, laser, yeah. laser doesn't always hit it right. So yeah. I said, Hey. I can get you a mouse pad. And he looked at me like, you know, I was on acid or something. Right. So. <laughs> what does that even mean, dad? Right. What is a mouse? Um, no, I mean, he knows what a mouse is, but yeah, bro. How have you been this week? Your hair is looking really nice. Thank you. Your hair always uh, looks nice though. You've always had, really? yeah, you've always been the good hair guy. Didn't you make your uh, own, uh, like gel or gel? Mousse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, daily. Uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, Weren't you in something about Mary? <laughs> <laughs> too, too much idiosyncrasy there. Um, in college, I did use, um, I did make my own hair gel for Halloween once to do a, a mohawk. Okay. However, I did not come up with this. It was a. Um, uh, a performing artist okay. uh, of, of, of an adult persuasion told me that if you use Nox gelatin that uh, is, is, a, is sort of a gel base mm-hmm. and you put that in your hair, you can put your hair in any sort of configuration and once it sets, you can smash it down. It will bounce back. I mean, ah. it's incredible and it works. The only problem is it is wicked stiff. <laughs> And to get it out, you basically have to douse your head in hot water. Ah, uh, so that you so know, the, shower. The, the, so to get it out, you well, have to shower. <laughs> but more than that, because it's like it's because it's like Jello in your hair, but it's like firm. So, but more more than Jello because there's no water in it when you put it in there. So, I stopped eating Jello when I learned what it was. And when was that? Just curious. I was like in my twenties. Yeah, I had not known what it was. You know, like that it was. I just thought it was magic. Uh, the horse hooves. Yes. Kids will love yep. it. Now I just like my my kids love it. My uh, they have it all the time. I just won't eat it. And they're really why? It just because it's I don't know. Like I if you're like here's a you know like a horse mm-hmm. steak. Try this. I'd be like all right, cool. Yep. But then when I heard that's like ground up horse hooves, I'm like, oh, I won't do that. <laughs> do you eat um like gelatin capsules in medicine? Yeah, I'm sure I do. It, Same thing. Yeah, well, except for that's like a means to get something in. Like it's the I think it's I'm eating this like sugary texture, and there's mm-hmm. like a whole bowl of it. I'm like, how many yeah. how many horses went into this? It's like, <laughs> is this like a paper like a tree is to paper? Do I have to? Right. <laughs> it's like it's like a Mustang. There's like 240 horsepower in this thing. <laughs> right. There's like. Yes, exactly. Two hundred forty horses died, and you put carrots in this jello. <laughs> my um, 
my upper Midwest grandparents were really good at the Jello thing. My grandmother on my father's side. Oh yeah. Man, oh, so, so she Shanna, could, Oh, go ahead. She could rock the Jello. We would do. She would do lime Jello with carrot shavings, mm-hmm. occasionally with walnuts. Um, anything to give Jello not that celery? Jello texture. Yeah, celery. celery I think. Yep. Yep. Um, the, the good one, the good one was either a strawberry or an orange jello with mandarin oranges or a green one with mandarin oranges in it. But then they would also put not whipped cream on top. It would be like a mayonnaise thing. What? Yeah. Uh, see, oh, gross. I think this sort of gets into that whole like same avenue of, uh, cheddar cheese on top of apple pie, mm-hmm. which I don't get down with. So, so I think that's that same end. Yeah, I I don't mind that. So that maybe that's like I I wouldn't do it on my own, but I don't the mind cheese that. Cheese on the pie? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But but wait, but somebody's offered it to you and you've taken it or it's just been I've, served. I've had it before. Yeah, yeah. Where where there's cheddar cheese baked on top of the pie? Yeah. Oh, baked on top. I'm talking about like we'll put like a straight up just slab on top of it. Oh, I could do it if it was baked on top of it. Okay. You know, like integrated. Oh, then I don't, maybe like, I don't here, know. Put some cheese on here. Like instead of putting ice cream, let's put cheese on your pie. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no. Yes. I, I support the dairy industry, but not that much. <laughs> Shanna makes uh fluff jello, which is, uh, it's a cool only whip. Half the amount of horses. Yes. It's only half the amount of horses and they use cool whip, whatever that is, whatever chemical makes cool whip. Um, it's yeah, it's spray foam or something. <laughs> it's a stuff you. It's actually leftover hair gel that you made from college. That's <laughs> that's a cool. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> um, so I guess it, maybe it is gelatin. Uh, it, no, it's uh, it's Jello and Cool Whip, whip, and it, it's, it's actually a lot better than regular Jello, and I can kind of stomach that. But mm-hmm. I try not. Is that to. like the pink stuff? Like you used yeah. to get a bonanza, like in the giant bowl. Yeah. So she'll put like bar. a layer of regular Jello on the bottom, uh-huh. and then a layer of fluff Jello up top. Sure. It's a process, and my eldest daughter will eat the entire bowl of it if left to her oh. own devices because she loves wow. it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did Did your <laughs> wife used to work at a at a bonanza or some sort of buffet where they would make giant bowls of this? Yeah, she actually works at the uh, Golden Corral now. Uh, <laughs> We have a chocolate fountain in our kitchen. <laughs> you have a soft serve machine too. Oh I'm yeah, yeah. Up. yep. Oh. Soft serve machine. Uh, it the, the soft yeah, the serve giant heat lamps. The giant heat lamps. With the, yeah, with the, yeah. With the, the, that's actually how we underneath. heat our house here. Yeah, that's. Uh, we got rid of our furnace and we installed heat lamps and we just turn them on when we need them. And Man, you, have, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do well. Yeah. I don't know. If I told you this, but um, and I'm also eating here, so. Everybody right. can enjoy the bagel we, with me. We have to get this done when we can because, you know. It's we're, night. Yes, <laughs> it's night. The kids are going to be hungry. going to bed soon. And uh, if you don't eat right before bed, you know. Right. Oh, I always <laughs> eat before I go to bed. I'll drink pop. I don't care. Um, I can't. I'll swell up. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it means look at fat. Look, oh. <laughs> like you run sure. 100 miles a week. I just signed up for a race last night. I got all itchy and signed, I found a race to run. So I'm uh, 24 hours ago. <laughs> no, right like before, uh, right, right before bedtime, like uh, uh, like eight hours ago. <laughs> like yeah. 1130. I signed up. Yes. Yeah, so 24 hours ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking at my clock wrong. 24 hours ago. I like how um, we're pretending like we're doing this at night so that you don't get in trouble with your bosses. And it's so early in the morning that. You wouldn't yeah. even be at work at this point. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um, no, I signed up for a race that uh, circumnavigates Mount St. Helens. Oh, nice. So, well, hope that cool. super volcano doesn't go off while you're there. And uh, I'm doing the short one. That well, the, yeah, they have a 200 mile and then a 73. I thought about doing the 73, but I just signed up for the 40. So I'm I have a 20 also. But there was Ooh. a. There was a point in time during the pandemic where I started riding my road bike on my trainer again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh maybe it's Zwift. What's it? Were you using Zwift? No, I don't know. That's like the thing where it looks like you're like riding somewhere. Oh, no, no. It's like Grand Theft Auto. I was watching TikTok videos while I just oh. pedaled on my bike. Um, but, <laughs> but the, I'm riding and like, I'm getting up to like, you know, 
20 minutes at a time. I wasn't tracking how far I was going. I just didn't, I yeah. was just doing it for time. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. you know what? This isn't so bad. I can go back to doing hundred mile bike rides and take six hours or five and a half, whatever it was. And no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Man, I wish I could run a hundred miles in five hours. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Started with uh, uh, Jay and I did it a bunch of times, yeah. and uh, he's more into it now than I am. After mm-hmm. after our youngest was born, there was a dad that lived I don't know fifteen miles from me, and he got smoked on his bike on the uh, in an intersection, oh. and oh. so I stopped riding my road bike on the road. I'll ride my mountain bike, but uh, yeah. So I to, my way today. <laughs> Today, mm-hmm. I get my rowing machine uh, that Ooh. I bought with my Biden bucks. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it the one like on, um, like on, uh, uh, not Game of Thrones, oh, yeah. House of Cards? House of Cards, the water, the water one? one? No, I didn't get a water one. That one's really cool looking, uh, that wooden one. This one's like one you'd find at a CrossFit gym. So, okay. Yeah. So, Zbex. I've never been to a CrossFit gym, so I'm not sure what it would be like. I just wanted you to know that I have. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> I don't anymore. The uh, <laughs> like, how do you know somebody's uh, a, you know doing keto? <laughs> They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Yep. Um, uh, I feel seen. I I quit going to the CrossFit gym because. They're really good at fitness, but most of the time they're so bad at business. Uh-oh. Like, I just feel like gym owners should take business classes in as well as fitness classes. My oldest daughter is in the, in fact, it was a year ago this week that she took third in state in powerlifting. What up? That is amazing. Thank you. And, uh, she, she's like, well, maybe I'll, I'll open a gym when I get older. And I'm like, okay, let's start That's with cool business idea. classes. You can do fitness stuff. Cool. But if you're going to do that take business classes, learn how to be a business person right. that can succeed and then do, you know, make your business about something you love, not, right. not the other way where you're like, I love this. I'm going to do this and have no, I hate business stuff because if you do mm-hmm. that, you're going to fail at it and then you're going to hate the thing that you love. So learn business and then don't be a gym moke to your customers. Right. <laughs> So. Or I'd go the, the the Gary Vaynerchuk route and say, if you don't like doing these things or if you don't like talking to people, hire somebody to do those things for you. Yeah. Just and realize that you're not going to make as much money because you're going to have to pay somebody else to do those things. But do the thing you're good at. Yes, yes, yes. I bought a ring light. Oh, yeah. For doing internal uh, videos for mm-hmm. my job. Do you have it on right now? I don't know. It's coming this week, uh, this weekend here. So I ordered one as well. I think I might start uh, TikTok dancing. What do you think? Mm. I know how much you love TikTok. It's your, it's your jam. <laughs> I, 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 I have it, but um, I don't. But it's only because it. I text you videos, and I'm like, dude, check this out. It's hilarious. And you're like, oh, jeez. So, I did start following. I follow. I'm more of a TikTok creeper at this point because. Um, I'm interested in some of the content people are creating. It's just I'm not – that's not my thing to do yet. I haven't yeah. really quite felt inspired to create TikTok information, but You're um, an Instagram not guy. as much as the dance ones. Dude, there's like a guy on there, and I think you'd dig him, and you should totally look at doing this for some other things that you're involved in. But um, there's a guy who's the – I think he's called like the lube man, but he's like how to – here's how you change the oil on a – Ford Fusion in 60 seconds or whatever, or 30 seconds. I don't even know how long a TikTok video is. Or here's how you change, you know, here's how you calibrate the, or change your, like brakes was one of them. He's like, mm-hmm. here's how you change your brakes in 60 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever. I was like, this is cool. Like, yeah. this is what I want to see. Cause then at least it's like, I'm not a car person. If, let's just get that out of the way. And uh, I know how to drive a car and a car can go and I can do some of the basic things, but I would love to change my own brakes. Um, and so just to even see that somebody makes it doable and again, I get it's sort of like HDTV or whatever, but it's doable in 60 seconds. Then it's like, okay, I can probably handle that with a more in-depth YouTube video just to make sure I don't destroy my vehicle. Mm -hmm. But I think that those, those kinds of things I find a little bit more interesting than somebody, you know, dancing poorly to the same song that, you know, 10 million other people are dancing to. Agreed. I think, I think that dancing to the same song fad has, uh, I think that's what made TikTok 
hot right away. Mm-hmm. There's like those fads. Right. But I really think, and and maybe it's just because they're really good at figuring out what kind of content you like and then serving you that content. I think right. the um, explainer videos, like I've, I'm, I'm on lawn TikTok, like oh, yeah, you know, okay. that's where I was gonna go with that. Yep. Yeah, and um, and also Wisconsin TikTok, like there's people, there oh. are people who do a lot of like explainer videos about why mm-hmm. you know, like geography or topography yeah. or lakes, those yeah. kinds of things. I saw a really good one. A woman was like, uh, things I didn't know about Wisconsin history. <clears throat> and she's, yep. she has a really good one about, um, like, uh, who it was a woman who was like the first, she was the first African American woman to like graduate from law school, I think in Wisconsin. And then she ran for state Senate and then sure. she was, or she was like judge and mayor, like all these different things. And it was just like, like, yeah, I've never heard of her like this. And that was really cool because mm-hmm. it's not, you know, I mean, I'm at a point where I'm not going to sit down and probably pick up a history book and I'm not going to be in a class to, to learn these things. And, and it's a really good way to learn stuff and, and find out and discover valuable and, and you know, very important information in an in a, in a easy way that I can, you know, then delve further into. So, yeah. Sure. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So <clears throat> so it's not just dancing anymore. And no us Gen Xers are taking over. So at least in my feeds. So our kids will hate it soon enough. (laughs) Yes. And then, and then we'll turn it political and we'll ruin it for the kids. Just like our parents ruined Facebook. Um, Oh yeah. Speaking of parents ruining stuff, (laughs) (laughs) our topic today, it's what I'm best at is board games that you won't force your kids to play and board games that you will force your kid to play. Yes. So, and you, I, you had asked me what the topic was this week and I was like drooling on myself. This week's been hell with work. And, uh, and you came up with the topic and I was like, yes, this is a good one because board games and I get very, I, I'm very particular about the games we play. Okay. Are you more of a, are you more of a, uh, I, don't, I don't know what, the, are you more of like a, a trivial pursuit slash headbands slash sort of slapsticky game guy? No. Or are you more of like a risk, axis and allies, I don't want to hang out with you ever again kind of guy? <laughs> um, I'm more of a, let's, I want to play a game that's short yeah. that we can play a lot of if we're having fun. Or we can yeah. bail out of quickly if we're not. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and that's with adults or kids. If we're playing with adults right. or kids. Like, if it if it takes more than 20 minutes to get through a round, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, and I my kids haven't really reached the age where I can, where we've been able to sit down and play games like that, that even get approach that. So... I think it's sort of in that same thing, but it's like they have to be very short. Like yeah. I, I picked up, I, I tend to pick up games that look like they're fun, um, that are on sale, <laughs> uh, you know, it can be good either. And and some of the ones I've found for my kids too, it's like things that they can do on their own. So like if I, I was at a garage sale and I bought like one of those like wooden labyrinth things where you turn the knobs on either side and it, yeah. it kind of makes the marble roll. Mm-hmm. It was like two bucks and I always thought they were cool when I was a kid and never had one. So like, and this, I don't know if this counts. This is sort of like a precursor to the combo, sure, yeah. but it's like, I bought it cause I was like, this is a cool thing. It's tactile, you know, um, it's more than just, you know, pushing a button and doing a thing. And, um, you know, for two bucks, like if the kids sit down and play with it for an hour, it's mm-hmm. worth $2 to me. And so like those kinds of things, I've been very uh, pleasantly surprised with. It's like, yes, I would love for them to sit down for all day and figure it out and master it, and that's just not happening. But um, those are the kinds of games like I've found to be very um, good because the curiosity factor takes over a lot. Yeah. On those, as opposed to like, hey, let's sit down and play Roomy Cube. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's sort of like a solitaire. Okay. Game Mahjong. that use these tiles. Yeah, I think it's I think it is like a Mahjong. I don't know Mahjong totally, but I think it's like one of those kind of games. Sure. So we had it when growing up. I had lots of games growing up. So I, I have like a giant shelf full of games in my basement. I'm and I've uh, actually 
we, we on to the point of like trying to like make them accessible. Like I've brought them upstairs and put them in a cabinet. So it's like, hey, let's play Connect Four. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's play whatever. And I'll even like pull like a game out like Connect Four. Yeah. When the kids are like not doing something, and I'll just like set it there, and I'll put, like I'll set it up, and I'll put like four pieces in it or something, so it'll sort of get started. Sure. So then they'll be like, oh yeah, let's play Connect Four, because it's sort of like if you're in passing and it's like you just kind of like start picking at it, they'll play. But if you're like, hey, let's sit down and play Connect Four, it's like you know, sorry, I'm locked into Minecraft or I'm locked into Roblox or I can't do this because <laughs> Among Us, and you know, it's like they're they're not don't want to get up from it. So yeah, I hear you. Same. Yeah, so one of the games I guess I would not force my kids to play, although I was thinking about it this morning, but I think there's some valuable um, lessons that are learned and there's some valuable skills that are involved in it, but I would not force my kids to play Monopoly. I just do not... I I can't... I Aside from like the few times I remember winning, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I won more than once playing Monopoly. Yeah, but yep. uh, aside from a few times I remember winning playing Monopoly, I don't ever remember enjoying Monopoly. And I don't remember enjoy playing it or playing it and enjoying it. I remember winning and enjoying that. Yes. It's just Monopoly is just a long, tedious game. And yeah. it's just not fun. It monopolizes your time. <laughs> it. I actually had that as my first one as well. The uh, oh. Just for the same reason. It is excruciating and i feel like people buy it because it's like well we have to have monopoly because that's the right. one and then you know there there are a few of those kind of games and right. i am in the same boat i hate playing monopoly it takes so long it is you know even like with kids it the fight starts when you start picking which character you're going to use yep. and it doesn't stop until like somebody's crying and you give up. So yes, right. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And I just always remember the horrible experiences of people, even in college, like having fights over a monopoly. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't end. It doesn't end even as adults. Yeah. So, um, well then I'll switch my first one and okay. I, I will go with Candyland because Ooh. it is, just as an adult, I won't force them to play it because I don't want to play it. I just, the tears I've heard from kids playing Candyland in my life uh, could fill buckets just because it's usually you play it. Like the kids are usually too young to grasp the, you, this is something somebody else might win and you might not win. Right. That's true. And, but by the time they're old enough to get that, the game is right, like they're well them. beyond the game. They're well so, beyond the game. Yeah. So it it's a it's never <laughs> enjoyable. It's like and it's right. not fat. It's not. It doesn't take forever, but it can feel like forever if you've got a mm-hmm. kid screaming and you're trying to play this game, and you know they got stuck on the gooey gumdrop, and uh, yeah. you pass them and won, and yeah, you know, and I hate I I do not like. I need to stop saying hate. I do not like letting my kids win stuff there are times i'll like sure back you, off a little yeah, bit ease off the gas especially when we're playing we we like we play we party and just to give them a, a chance to feel like they're winning right um, like you know i can smoke you right yeah i'll ease i'll ease off until like right at the end you know and then let it actually be a, a competition but oh gee the, wow yeah but but with board games and stuff or like games of chance that yeah. are normally games of chance. Like yeah. I won't, I won't cheat like, so my kid will win. It's, you can't cheat, right? Uh, <laughs> like it, oh, I guess I only got four ones, not yeah. six or five or whatever. <laughs> and then, they le- then they learn to count poorly because they're like, oh no, my dad said that that's four. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I thought it was five. Candyland, Candyland, my oldest daughter, um, would cry if she, if somebody else got what in the new version. I don't know if which version you have, but there's like newer versions. Okay. There's like a. a a princess of some sort and if somebody got that card to go to the princess even if even if like you were beyond the princess and you got the princess yeah. card she would cry because she had to get the princess card yes and um yeah that's interesting i had considered candyland like that yeah so. it's, it's just both my kids now are old enough that we don't have to play it because one sixteen, and that would just be ridiculous. Uh, maybe she'd play it, play it ironically, but yeah, if 
you know, like nieces, nephews, things like that, I w- wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, that was good. I don't have any really uh, young children games. The other one I was going to say was either like a risk. Yep. Um, my brother and his friends would play like risk and access and allies. And, and, and I mean, that probably gets closer into like Catan and some of those games. I mean, into that wheelhouse of, of game level of interest <clears throat> and planning and all that. But I think risk often is present presented as a children's game. I remember seeing really? risk like in like third and fourth grade in school, um, you know, when it rains, it's like stay inside and you got, everybody can play board games. And it was kind of a cool day. You know, everybody'd fight over like Connect Four and Trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, Risk was in there. And I was like, this, I don't, what's all these numbers? And this is dumb. So I, it's like, uh, I, I honestly probably wouldn't force my kids to play it because the age in my kids and trying to teach them how to do that, the setup alone would probably just make me want to tear my eyes out. <laughs> so. <laughs> But beyond that, I think it gets into that whole um, monopoly end of things. It's like <clears throat> it's there. It's it's there's not a lot, you know, going on in the game. You know, there's it's all like I perceive that you are doing this and this is happening here. But there's just a bunch of little pieces just kind of like hanging out on the board and nothing's really moving. Right. And um, <clears throat> it's, I, 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 I think I've played Risk like five times all just because somebody complained about not being able to ever play risk probably my brother <laughs> okay or maybe somebody we lived with in college and um yeah never never enjoyable never. i actually had i had risk on my list of do not plays as well wow. only because of college that was the yeah. did you guys used to play that a lot like up in the I dorm got- i i got sucked into playing it over at maloney's house um okay and I went over there a yeah. few times to play it, and it was they were they were intense. Games. Like there was we we went to college with some pretty competitive people, video games, right. uh, board games, you name it. And I I didn't enjoy it because they enjoyed it too much. Um, but right. it takes really long time, and you really have to be the the patience you would have to have to teach your kid to play that. Maybe when they're older, fine. Um, teach yeah. them some strategy, uh, but not my thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I don't, let me think here. I don't know if I have a third one. I didn't really come up with. Re- yeah, re- no, 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 no. We don't, we, we don't have set numbers. We're good. Um, so what, what do, what are you going to force your kids to play? Yeah. So, um, force is sort of a strong, I know, I, word, yeah, but, yeah. uh, uh, you sit down and you enjoy this chess. Ch- I think chess. Yeah, yeah. Chess for me is sort of like playing piano, which my kids and I all don't know how to do. But I think chess is one of those games where if if you can play and you can pick at it, it's always a game that's going to be around. Like you're not always going to find mm-hmm. Pictionary laying around and you're not always going to play Pictionary with two people. But there's generally like when you go places, especially like hotels and maybe not Super 8 or Red Roof Inn. But if you're walking through um, nicer establishments, a lot of times there's just a chessboard hanging around. Mm-hmm. And again, not that you need to play it, but it's nice to be able to play it. And I think that some of the strategy in chess is, is you know, it teaches some patience and thinking and you know, there's frustration. And that's a game um, my oldest sons uh, can play chess. Uh, he thinks he's very good at chess. He is very good at chess. When um, from when he started playing in fourth grade, I was actually very impressed. But um, I do ease off the gas a little bit sure. on that and and let him get places. But for me, it's more of the learning process of them figuring out the movements and you know this this is the way this piece moves, that piece moves, and why you would want to move this piece here and why you would not want to move that piece there and and. So for me, that's the the value of chess. Sure, um, I I've played. You know, I've played. We've all played chess. That's a really good point that you can always find a chess board somewhere. I've never been the best at it. I'm mm-hmm. okay. I uh, I enjoy it. Yeah, I really liked the uh, whatever that show was that was on Netflix. Um, Pokemon. No, yes, Pokemon. Um, Stranger Things. <laughs> No, I just finished what's season the, what's, three. What's the what's the Queen's show? Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Thank you. Um, you just finished uh, season three of Pokemon. 
Stranger Things. <laughs> Stranger Things. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, uh, um, it's cool. That, that show was well done. Yes, it was yes. very well done. By the way, we're By watching way. Uh, the same, same same woman, uh, Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Oh, I never watched that, but I heard it yeah, was good. It's, it's good. It's really good. Really, really good. Cool. Um, but <laughs> the, yeah, I've never been a huge chess guy, but I appreciate those who are. One that <clears throat> when chess boxing, when time allows or when their skill sets allow, Scrabble is one that oh yes that I will encourage my kids to play because uh, having a large vocabulary and being able to you know find words out of what you have laid in front of you I think is an important skill set so. I was waiting for you to say, learn, have a large vocabulary and listen to you spit out two syllable words <laughs> the whole way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Some people have a way with words and other people have not have way. Have, <laughs> have not way. <laughs> have not way. Uh, yes. Thank you, Steve Martin. <laughs> Is Steve Martin still alive, man? That yeah, guy oh, has yeah. looked like he's 80 since like yeah, 1980. Still, yeah, he, yeah, he's still alive. It's, uh, Who else were we, as I thinking about yesterday, still alive? I saw Jimmy Carter on that. Uh, oh, yeah, that, the President's uh, Vaccine the ad, video. Yeah. yeah, the vaccine ad. Whoa. Yeah. Well, he's like I, 95, right? He's very old. Yeah. He's very old. Yeah. Um, who was it? No, there was somebody else. Uh, Bob Barker's still alive. I thought what? Bob Barker was dead. Oh no, he's alive. My brain, uh, because but that's of, not who I was thinking about. Yeah, but, but Bob, because you had to compress people from, you know, like like memories from the past, just kind of you, yeah. you bunch them together so that you yeah. save room in your noggin. Yeah, I always associate Bob Barker and Johnny Carson, and oh, I always sure. forget which one of those two is alive and which one is dead. Yeah, Johnny Carson was hilarious, dude. Yeah, he was. I remember. Um, so deviating from the topic, my parents bought me, um, a little black and white TV, like the little ones that like you had the gigantic antenna on them, yeah. like, and I have like a handle flip up so you could like carry it places if you put in like 200 D batteries in it. <laughs> yes. Like yep. one of those. Yep. And, um, I had it on the edge of my bed and you plug it in so you could watch it. And every night, like I'd get in bed before 10 and then I'd watch like Johnny Carson's like monologue. Mm -hmm. Dude, I just like remember that so vividly, yeah. just hilarious, so funny. And when he died, I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but he um, had a really good relationship with uh, David Letterman. Okay. Because uh, Letterman came on after him on mm -hmm. NBC. He had the late show. And I guess even when Jay Leno got the spot, on um on the tonight show mm -hmm. there was that whole like letterman was supposed to get it and yeah. um, carson was kind of upset about it anyway um so he maintained a relationship with johnny carson for years and so when johnny carson died letterman did this like big monologue at you know um i think it went long or something because he was on cbs at the time and he got done and he's like you know i just really wanted to pay a good tribute to my friend Johnny Carson. You know, we remained friends. And he's like, and this entire monologue was written by him. So all the jokes oh, wow. he did were Carson jokes, like the whole bit. Yeah. The whole, like, he wrote it. Yeah, he wrote and, he wrote, and David Letterman delivered him. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. even to the point that they were still topical. timely and topical, yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, so good. So good. Yeah, that's awesome. That I, I really... I remember, you know, mm. being the kid laying on my grandma's living room floor with my heads, you know, like making the tripod for my chin uh, yeah, on yeah, the floor, yeah. watching Johnny Carson wait for my parents to, get, you know, get back from date night or something. Yeah. And, uh, from yeah. the ground around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the sizzler. Yeah. Uh, it was good times. So nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, other games I would force my kids to play. And what, you know, one of the games I really I've, I've tried to teach a few of them. Um, and this is more of a, a family thing is uh, cribbage. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I it's it's sort of an I think it's an upper Midwest game. I don't know if everybody plays cribbage yeah. everywhere. Um, but my grandfather played cribbage and he was he got a lot of enjoyment out of it, even till like. I think he played right up until he died when he was 96. And um, choked I think on a, he was 96, choked on a cribbage piece. <laughs> right. 
one of those right. pegs. He got he got in his celery jello, and he. Uh, oh <laughs> man, that's my grandpa, man. Rest in peace, Gramps. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> dude, that's okay. He was ninety six. He had a good life. He had a great life. I'll have to tell you sometime, dude. Was, he um, he grew up in the Depression in, in Minneapolis, and he started out as a delivery boy um, picking up uh, deposits for a bank and worked his way up to bank president after World War II. Oh, wow. after he went back. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. But he talks about like all the mobsters and stuff in Minneapolis in the 20s. And, yeah, yeah it was that's cool. cool. Anyway, um, so cribbage, for, and so I've, I've taught a couple of my kids, at least, you know, the, the counting end of it. It's I think the... Just like any game, it's all the little tiny weird off rules like, oh, well, I get an extra point. That's knobs because I got a jack. And it's like, what? You know, right. it's like those little things kind of throw them off. But it's the counting to 15 is pretty easy. So, um, yeah, I, I, we don't play very often, but I keep the cribbage board around. And in fact, I bought the same cribbage board. I found my dad um, had a cribbage board and my mom kept it. Um, I don't think she plays anymore since he passed away, but, um, I found the exact same cribbage board on eBay and it was like brand new in the box and, oh, you know, cool. he kept his in the box. I think it was low brand L O W E or whatever. Sure. It's sort of a diamond logo. Anyway. So I, I have the same one. So that's cool. So that, that'll be a game I'll force him to play again. I don't know if I, when I say force, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll be like, Hey, let's play this for the, you know, come on, just please for two minutes, please. And then right. they'll play and then they'll hate it. And then we'll move on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you uh uno it, oh yes n- not Good a board one. game but it is it counts it that counts counts. and it, it is around here we play this is one where it fits my criteria of you can get through an uno game in seven right. minutes and if you like if you like it if you're having fun you can keep playing if you don't like it you can put yeah. the cards away and move on with your life and <laughs> Do you um do you subscribe to like having like the double giant deck or are you just like a regular no. small single deck family? Uh normally just a single deck. Uh okay. I think at my in-laws they have a double the double deck version. Yeah. But but we get a little bit more intense when we're playing at the in-laws. Right. And so. then do you do you also have you participated in any of the the Uno Attack or any of those other kind of Uno offshoot games? So we have one uh we have a my my girls are into Harry Potter and right. Um, we play the Hogwarts version, which has, has a, a special wild card where if you pull it, you have to keep drawing until you get one of the, um, I didn't like Harry, Hermione or Ron, uh, one of the, Oh, what are, what house are they in again? The, um, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Thank you. Um, so until you get somebody in Gryffindor, you keep pulling. So we played when I was a kid. Uh, um, my cousin and I played all the time. Like that, we didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pre-video game time. But we played this rule where you had to keep um, pulling until you could play a card. Right. right. And so you'd end up with like a deck with like right you know, twenty-five cards in your hand. Right. And Kids hate that. Yeah, kids hate that. We don't play that here. Uh, <laughs> homie, don't play that. We just play the straight up, play the rules. Draw on if you can't play, yeah. Yeah. Is there, there's a rule I feel like we were playing here and my kid, like we've made it, <clears throat> it's become a house rule. I can't remember what it is, but it's one of those, like you can't play a reverse on a reverse or a skip on a skip or a draw two. I don't remember, or you can't play a draw four on top of a draw four, or something, or you can't change the color two plays in a row. I don't know what it is, but I think we've sort of abolished that rule in our house. Like if there's not anything that's going to prevent you from playing the same card of yeah. the same color or different on top of another one of that. Is there? Well, yeah, we don't have any, like we don't have any house rules like that so much. Um, though one thing that we don't do that I, I used to do when we were younger and I wish we would do is keep score after each round. What? Yeah. So people keep score. Yeah. So whoever goes out first then you add up all the cards like you get like yeah. 50 points for a, a draw for a wild card and 25 points for a regular really? wild card and then whoever has the most <clears throat> points at the end of playing is the loser or like whoever has the least points is the winner right that makes sense but i don't know if i've ever played uno and kept score yeah so we you know keep the sheet of paper with like the two names or four names yeah. and and the lines down the middle and then yeah each round you wow i don't know if i've ever done that yeah there you go i'm 
Man. Okay. And so when you do that, do you, do you keep score only for the night or do you do yeah, like, yeah, like this is like, the, this is the family score. Like, well, Bree, you're about 4,000 <laughs> points behind. You better catch up. You've got to play now. So when we're at my in-laws, we will keep track for the duration of our visit. Right. So that if, makes we're, sense. if we're there for like four nights, you know, you get, yeah. but it just here, it's just for the, you know, sure. for the game. Same you with gotta Scrabble. do that though, because kids will get discouraged. Like, well, you're four thousand points behind. Like, I'm never playing this Remember again. Remember when you <laughs> were seven and you were down by eight hundred points? Well, guess what? You're sixteen now and you're still down by. <laughs> <laughs> right. Interesting. The juice on that's about uh, another eight hundred points. And uh, this is a life lesson on college loans. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't keep a score that long. So well, that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I like that one. The other one that, uh, I'm guessing you're not going to play this one, but maybe you will. Uh, the other one Oracle? that we, no dominoes, Mexican train. Oh yeah. We, that's the other one that we play a lot of and good. got a nice domino set and, and, uh, yeah. We, my kid's not to play dominoes. Yeah. Oh, cool. We'll get them together. We don't play a lot, but, but yeah, they know how to play. Cool. They get grumpy on it. Oh, see, I feel like Domino's is one that you don't have to get too grumpy with because, you know, you get stuck when you get saddled with the which one, the the double blank. Yeah. A couple rounds in a row. Feelings get hurt quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what well, do you do you play the Mexican train version or do you? Yeah. OK. Yeah. 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 Except I think we call it like the love train version. Yeah, I think they call it Mexican train still. Like it's on the box I'm staring at right now. But yeah. I feel like that's just, uh, you know, why you got to bring a nationality to it? Well, I don't know. I don't I don't know what the purpose behind it is. Maybe it was developed in Mexico and it has something to do with their infrastructure. So maybe, maybe it's a. Maybe it's a shout out. I don't know. I should probably educate myself on that. When so. you're playing it, it looks like more like a Boston roadmap. So it does look like a Boston roadmap. Yeah. In fact, driving in Boston, it was like I rode in Boston. I didn't even know I did drive. I did mm -hmm. drive. But uh, I don't know how anybody gets anywhere in that town. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whoever like, <laughs> like, like they must have all been like horse trails right, that they right. just decided to pave. And nobody ever thought, hey, maybe we should like lay this out differently. Yeah. Like, I don't know how anybody got around in that town before. Uh, like GPS, like voice guided navigation. Like, yeah. could you imagine trying to map? Everybody's around? got a giant map laid Dude. out in their car. Yeah, make a you know a triangle to the left turn <laughs> back behind you. Then, then you, you're gonna want a J turn over the. Yeah, I don't. I can't even do a Boston accent. It always turns into. Uh, yeah, I know my way around Washington. <laughs> that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, I made a joke today about uh, Matt Damon. It was a reply to somebody about Matt Damon and uh, uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some, oh, uh, somebody was talking about uh, taking the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, I want to start a band like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, except for every song is going to be about Massachusetts instead of California. <laughs> So, That's awesome. Yeah. I'm always impressed with how <clears throat> Anthony Kiedis works states into all of his songs. Like, it's like, yes, I could in the woods of Wisconsin. And it's just like, <laughs> this is like all of them, man. He's got like, it's like almost like he's on an Animaniac special or something. Like, he's just trying to hit them all before they retire. Yeah. Well, maybe he knows that when people, um, when they hear their own state, they're like, sure. yes, this is my jam. Remember that song where he sang yeah. about Wisconsin? Yeah. Right. Not, yeah. not too many Oklahoma songs well, in there, though. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to Red Hot Chili Peppers in a long time. Yeah. So. There's probably some Tulsa or something in there. <laughs> right. So the only other game I guess I would ask, I, I would like my kids to play, and this is this is a self-indulgence, is um, Trivial Pursuit. Oh, yeah. I, I'm... I uh I love trivia. Um I I found myself actually I don't know if I remember things more because I played trivia or I just happen to remember things and enjoy playing it. But I remember playing the original and we haven't played Trivial Pursuit 
itself, but we play quiz games. Um, but I remember playing the, the original G- Genus Genus edition of Trivial Pursuit. Those were like the first ones that came out in the sure. dark blue boxes. And then my parents bought a lot of sort of like they used to have these booster packs. Like yep. They had the sports edition, which was insanely hard, and the, the movie entertainment edition, which was insanely hard, and the baby boomer generation, which mm-hmm. my parents were in, which was even more hard. And even for them, which I was like, well, it, it, even at like 12 years old, like watching them play this. And they were saying, well, like, this is information from us, you know, our lives, and we don't know this. And I was like, well, if you don't know this, why is anybody? Well, I mean, why some are of those cards, yeah. <laughs> dude, some of those questions are just insane. I mean, just just insane. They, they, they've made the game a lot more accessible sure. for people to sit down and play in sort of like that 20-minute format like you're talking about, especially like now you kind of get into the 90s, like editions or the 2000 probably 10s edition now is probably the interesting one mm-hmm. but it's like they the, the questions are basically like very high level it's like anytime a president's mentioned in the 90s it's bill clinton you know anytime, right, right, right. you know anytime a, like a basketball question it's like michael jordan you yeah, know it's like yeah. you don't have to you, you just have to remember like kind of the, the hot topics you don't have to remember like the rebound champion from you know 1992 <laughs> who played for the you know charlotte hornets or whatever and it's like uh Shaquille o'neal no, Shaq made all his money in college. Everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, we have the '90s Trivial Pursuit '90s yeah, uh, edition. Um, I do. I shouldn't say we. <laughs> I I don't enjoy playing it because I feel like every time we're playing it, it's like who's the person who's played this game the most that knows what the questions are. Sure. Uh, definitely can't play it with my kids because right, they don't, it would be like you know playing with your. <laughs> baby boomer parents you know like it's yeah uh, so like i said we we haven't played mm-hmm. but i want them to partially because i want them to be exposed to information outside of because we don't watch the news in the house like it's yep. just not something like we don't have the news on all the time i mean i did turn the news on like when the insurrection was happening i'm like you need to watch this this is important you need to see how bad this is yeah because this will be talked about for the rest of your life um mm-hmm. But um, you need to watch you know, this because this is going to be in a trivial pursuit game in uh, 2030. And you're going to probably write a paper about this. Thing. I mean, this is like yeah. that was like, a, you know, a 9 11 of that. Not it's not the same thing, but it's on. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. It's, news, it's an news, event. It is. Yes. News notoriety. Correct. It is an event that news, will news. live in infamy. Yes. Um, not as many people perished, but it was still a, an event that right. took place on U.S. soil that. Right. Uh, yeah, we will not forget. Yeah. Anyway, so like that kind of stuff, but we don't like they don't keep up with the news like I couldn't, you know, and, and they get some sort of pop culture stuff, I assume, from friends and school and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, compared to I feel like. um, When we were kids and this isn't getting into like the when I was a kid, we did more stuff. <laughs> But I think that that and I was talking with somebody else about this the other day is I think now there's so much information and it's so well, it's, the amount of information is the same. I think it's so accessible mm-hmm. that nobody gets anything because uh, if even you hear something, you can find it whenever you want. So you just generally people don't go looking for it right. or it's hard to figure out what you want to go looking for. So, or you, uh, I think the other part of that is you're looking for stuff you're interested in instead of all of the other stuff going on around. So, right, that, yeah, that's in, in you know early '90s, there you know you may have had cable TV, but it wasn't like it is now. And if you just had over the air TV, you had you know maybe maybe five, right. seven channels. And, right. and there was a newspaper and there was the, what's going on in the news. And if you had the TV on, you were exposed to all of the news, not just right. the thing that you were interested in or not interested in, whether you were watching it passively or actively, it was right. happening. So, and, and on some of that stuff, even though, I mean, like I watched a lot of MTV growing up and there was still like news got covered on that. Yeah. There were like political things that got covered. Some Kurt Loader. Things. Kurt Loader, man, for yeah. sure. Martha Stewart. <clears throat> and John John Norris. John Norris still looks really young. Like I look at John Norris now and he looks the same. There's that one but guy that looked like Patton Oswald. Kurt Loder still looks the same. Like I don't Is know it? how Kurt Loder's still alive. Yeah, he, yeah, he's <laughs> he like, like Anyways, that one guy what? He was Jimmy Carter's babysitter, actually. Um the uh there was that one guy uh, I forget he was he was a one of the the news guys uh-huh. and he looks like Patton Oswald. 
but I can't remember what his. Uh, oh right. Uh, uh, same kind of build. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Matt. Yes. Mm. Anyway, I'll think about it. Yeah. By the way, I. Re- anyway, so I, re- I think. Oh, go ahead. There were a lot more like inf- nuggets of information were passed along in mm-hmm. um within entertainment or you know and, and if you know hey I really want to watch the new Thundercats cartoon or I want to watch the whatever you know and the, they would do like the little like ten second like news blip in between stuff like tonight at news blah 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 and then you know you'd be like all right get back to Family Feud and then they <laughs> would you know because they would like tease out the news or different things like that. Um, and now there's just less of that because everything's on demand and you don't yep. get all that and right. there's value in that. But then there's also, you're not getting, you know, if it's something that doesn't immediately interest you, you can change your focus to something else. Right. Mm. And so whether yeah. you should there's or just, not, there's yeah. a, <laughs> they have a lot less trivial knowledge and maybe that's good. Maybe they don't need to know all the, the random dumb trivial things that I've got floating around yeah. in my head, but, uh, you yeah, know, there you go. They got to know who Michael Jordan is outside of the guy from Space Jam. Yes. You know? so. yeah. Exactly. So, well, um, we'll we'll get them smart and then uh, someday they'll be on Jeopardy. And uh, there we go. Who's the new host of Jeopardy? I haven't watched. Is it, is Ken, it Ken Jennings? Jennings? I think it's Ken Jennings. Is he the host or was he temporarily hosting? I'm not sure because... I can get information on demand and I don't want to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> I don't watch. I play Jeopardy on, um, on, uh, Amazon Alexa. Oh, really? Oh yeah. I've so played, have, I've played it before. Yeah. I've played it before on Alexa. And if you have prime, which, you know, if you've got an echo in your house and you don't have prime, I don't know what's going on with right. you. Um, you can play all 12 clues for free. Nice. Every day. And Saturday's team Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Sunday's oh. sports Jeopardy. Oh, good to know. So, I've played it before. It just, uh, Oh, yeah. dude, it's my jam. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's so good. Good. Well, uh, good topic. Yes. Great show. All, always a great show. They, they just keep getting better. They do. They do keep getting better. Um, by the way, are still our best performing podcast was the one where we were uh, chilling on a dirt road. Uh, if you remember that for like 2014, I still get people listen to that yeah. const- like every week. Is that the one where I was serenading you with Florida Georgia Line songs? Yeah, that was. Oh, the really? One. No, what was it? <laughs> what I, was I, going on? It. No, I think I think it was. I think I think that we were like, I think that we were doing that. I, anyway, it was a fun episode. We'll have to do that again. Uh, we should, now we're gonna re-record it. We're like gonna Taylor re-record Swift it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her album. We're like we're gonna, we're gonna read it verbatim. Like I got my script. Like uh. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's like this is the remix. That actually be kind of fun. I can I can run it through uh, Otter AI. I can get the transcript and we can uh, we can go to town. Uh, we'll do a table read. See if we can punch up our jokes. That'd be rad. <laughs> All right, bro. Have a good one. Are right, you too? Bye. Bye.